0: Welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your unofficial guide to what's on independentwreckling.tv. I'm Jerry J. Hawkins, and joining me, as always, the only man not to challenge Cody Rhodes for the TNT title, Charlie Butter. Charlie, what's going on?
1: I would officially like to challenge Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. I think the fans would be greatly surprised by my my appearance on TNT, on Dynamite. And I think I could bring home the title to all my friends here in Coralinda, Ohio.
0: Then, when you wake up from your dream,
1: <laughs> you mean my nightmare?
0: Oh, hockey! What you did there? <laughs> I didn't
1: even see what I did there. <laughs> 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 oh shit! I am, I'm hilarious and I didn't even know it, how about that? (laughs) It's been a long day, it's after a nice long weekend off for the 4th of July, and uh, we got lots of fun stuff to talk about this week, so I guess maybe we should jump into
0: it. That worked for me.
1: So, first off, a little bit of news, Lucha Libre promotion Vanguardia has joined IWTV, so you'll start seeing their shows popping up, uh, actually starting this Thursday. But we'll get into that more when I tell you what's on IWTV this week. And now let me tell you about what's on IWTV this week.
0: Spider <laughs> <laughs> Nate Webb and cooking for you, on demand.
1: Yes, absolutely. Check that out. Uh, also, also, Freedoms, uh, GW's Shuya Wow 2019. I translated it this time because it's a whole long sentence and make no sense to me, but apparently it's GW's Shuya Wow 2019. That's Tuesday, July 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check that out. Freedoms is a fun promotion. Thursday, July 9th at 8 p.m., Vanguardia presents Vanguardia. So don't know what that is yet. Can't wait to see it. We'll definitely be tuning in. And this Saturday, July 11th at 12.30, C4 Wrestling presents the C4 Mixtape, Volume 15. And that's what's airing this week on IWTV.
0: And don't worry, 10 minutes after we record, they'll tweet something out, for, uh, something out for the week.
1: Yes, so uh, you know, there'll probably be more on Thursday, something else, and then maybe something this weekend, who knows. Uh, of course, then we... Won't be updating this, so it is what it is. Uh, until they, they slide me that secret email that gives me all the information for the, the week, and, you know, we promise not to spoil it until the, sh- the show goes out. But Yeah. Well, I guess uh, maybe we should get into the show we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah, and this is going to be a unique review for but this is the show we both went to.
1: Yes, and I believe it was actually the last live show you and I both went to, as far as together.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the last AIW show I went to, I knew that for sure.
1: Okay, yeah, this is the last AIW show we went to together, I've been to a couple after this. Um... You can actually see me a couple times during this, like, at the bottom of the hard cam. Like, I, I, I think in the first match, I turn around and look directly into the hard cam. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, pretty prominent, you're pretty
0: prominent throughout the whole show.
1: I have a giant head, okay? Leave me alone. There's lots of knowledge stored up there.
0: Yeah. I'm prominent in one spot of the show that we'll get to when we when we get there.
1: Yes. Which... As we discussed that, uh, that match is starting right now on my on my TV. So,
2: okay, go well, ahead. let's
1: let's jump in. We're going to talk about AIW's 200th show, and it was in Akron, Ohio. Yeah,
0: at the Tadmore Shrine, November 2nd of uh, 2019. Uh, I was watching the show last night and taking my notes on it, and I get a text message from my fiancée going, "Didn't you work a show in that building?" yeah not for the not for the company unfortunately but yeah i've worked this building i love this building actually one of my favorite building to work in
1: i like it too i wish that the hard cam could be on the side where the entrance is though so that you can actually see like the the bleachers when they're full up because it looks real nice and full and real cool from that angle but where the hard cam is on the show it, I don't like it as much. Like, it's cool and everything to see the background, but it kind of distracts from uh, w- trying to watch certain things. It kind of throws me off.
0: Okay. Can we get a ton of promo to, to start the show? We start with Dan Haloken cutting a promo regarding his opponent, very serious Keith, like a grown name, and kind of birth certificate, and everything.
1: Yes. And, uh,. There's a CPA one which was interesting. Apparently, you can call him late for supper.
0: Yeah, uh, we then get we didn't get Bill Alfonso cutting a promo regarding the Steven Justice match later on in the night. Doctor Dad and uh, Parker Pierce have a promo regarding their title match with PME. Rip City Shooter cut a promo with mostly went Barkley talking and Josh Bishop yelling thing, kind of weirdly entertaining.
1: Yes, he's like. Running back and forth on the screen, throwing garbage cans, and just, he's hyped up, man. He's got to get in that zone to face Nick Gage later on.
0: Lee Moriarty cuts a promo regarding his match with Alex Shelley. Eric Stevens, cuts a promo regarding his match with Matthew Justice. You get a, a promo from Duke and the Bitcoin Boy where the Bitcoin Boy, are excited they're going to go to 2-0 today, and Duke's like, no, you're going to be 6-0. You won a four-way last time. You're going to win a four-way today. That's 16. You're 6 O."
1: That, that's correct math, yeah. Yeah. That's
0: that's not even it tighter, works out.
1: And, no, and it works out because they did uh we'll get to it, but they, they do uh end up getting a title shot at the follow the following show, so
0: and our final promo of uh of this of this uh pre-show, Eddie Kingston's cutting a promo on Trey Lamar and he piffed off that he had to cut a promo because they wanted Trey Lamar to cut it and he went to the store. Yeah. <laughs> Which so is fine because fi- any- <laughs> then make me find a confetti Kingston being pissed off at Trey Lamar for go- for going to the store to of-, of letting him prepare for his match.
1: <laughs> Your moment was just on the TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm so excited to talk about
0: it. All
1: right, uh, so let's get into our first match, which was CPA against Wes Barkley. And what did you think about this match?
0: I got good enough, a good enough opener. Uh, yeah, it's it basically designed to get the crowd pop. West Barkley from the area, so he got a he got to throw on a fans anyway. GPA become pretty popular. Yeah, so it's a good way to get the crowd into it. GPA can control early. Barkley uses referee Tom Dunn as a distraction to take control of the match and works over CPA's knee, and that went to be the the uh, major story of the match. Yes. Yeah, at one point. CPA hit uh, Face Buster on Barkley, but he but he hit it with the bad knee. So he couldn't follow up right away. But he was able to hit it a second time a couple minutes later to get the pin.
1: Yeah, yeah. He uh, ended up picking up the win. It was really interesting to see um, him pick up the win, especially after using that knee that was uh, injured throughout the match to do so. But worked out in his favor, man. He's He calculated that move correctly. from there... The that, that was my, C, my my you know CPA joke.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's funny that I know told the joke than did, that you actually told the joke. But.
2: <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> Make me, motherfucker. Up next,
1: Danhausen against very serious Keith.
0: Yeah, yeah, VFK. Ah. Uh, this, this is the usual fun Dan Housen match.
1: Yeah, and VSK is a very serious wrestler, so he does some very serious moves. Uh, I actually tweeted out a picture of Danhausen hitting a choke slam that he hit during the match, uh, which is a very, very strong, very evil move that Danhausen does sometimes, like Kane. Yeah.
0: There's a, there's a spot early on where vsk got Dan House in the corner and hits him with a chop, and Dan House like, do it again, do it again. Yeah. Like, I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got an Effie vibe from it. I, I don't know why.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that definitely is uh, an Effie thing. Um, Effie's real into that. I think he actually did that in their match that they had at Black Label Pro, which was really funny.
0: We get the tequila spot pretty early in the the match. Uh, I think the one thing I'll say about everything being shut down and wrestling only kind of being, yeah, not being around as much right now,
2: Mm -hmm. because
0: there were some people that were starting to grow tired of some of the Dan Housen spots, like the tequila spot, before everything shut down, and I think he could have come back and people were going to pop for it for a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, I really wish I could make the trip to Black Label in August. To see him wrestle, I am super bummed that I'm not going to get to see him wrestle for who knows how long yet. Still, so I, I really miss seeing Dan Hals and do the wrestles. Yeah,
0: so BFK get control, he works on the neck and the upper back mostly of Dan Halgen. Dan Halgen finally regains control with a short German and he grabs the teeth, pours them on the mat. That's where the choke spot winds up coming in. BFK, uh. Go for a can of White Claw, and the entire crowd telling Dan "Can don't do it, it's too spiky, but he tried it anyway.
1: It's a new flavor, it might not be spicy, you never know. That's what he tells me. Every time I tell him not to drink any more White Claws, he says only if it's a new flavor. If it's a new flavor, it might not be spicy. I've, I've
0: spicy?
1: I've argued with him about this, I know it is, and he always has to try it, just in case it's not. He doesn't listen. Uh,
0: he ends up fitting it, fitting the way, climbed to Derek, Director Fink, gets caught with a low blow, then a shot to the knee, and, they pin- and he gets pinned. Good match. Good, good match. Again, good. The uh, typical Dan Halkin match. Good, fun Dan Halkin match. I've got my Ring of Halkin t-shirt. I'm hoping he gets signed. I mean, it will suck for upbeat, we won't see him in Coffin, but.
1: I will just have to make a point to go to Pittsburgh and Columbus when he is uh, on those shows. That's all. And who knows he may wrestle for them and still wrestle the Indies. He may not be exclusive.
0: Also, hope definitely possible.
1: It seems like they're doing something weird with them like that where they haven't outright signed him, so he can still work indies. so I we have a lot
0: of money off his shirt
1: we can we can speculate all day long about it, but you know eventually we'll find out whenever uh, they decide to tell us.
0: Our next match is Wheeler U Utahverkins Jack Thomas. So this match. Is I forgot.
1: Yeah, I forgot how good this match was. I was gonna say, like, I, I looking at it on paper, I'm like, oh, this will probably be pretty good. And then watching the match, I was like, holy fuck, this is really good. Like, this is this is a banger. It's a low key banger.
0: Yeah, it, it's fast paced. It's intense. It's stiff. They're doing a lot of. They do. They do some cool shit. They do some. Yeah, you know, they do some hard hitting stuff. Uh, Yuta's flying elbow drop in this match it was fucking beautiful.
1: Oh, you weren't describing my sex life? Okay.
0: I don't want to know about your sex life that bad.
1: It was a joke. Jesus!
0: You're not laughing at
1: anything. Everybody else is laughing hysterically. You can't hear him but I can.
0: Thomas eventually shoved referee and Gabriel Franklin into the rope to knock to off the top rope, and that got the got powerbomb for the win. Good shit. I love this match. And it's not anywhere close to my favorite match of the night, which is what I'm making about it. But I love this match.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, the The Spirit Bomb uh, finish was, uh, was a cool finish. The way it kind of lined up for all that was real good.
0: And from there, we get Lee Moriarty against Alex Shelley. And uh, this this might be my favorite match of the card.
1: Yeah, this between, was... Between this and
0: the intent title match. I, I, I can go either way on it. But this one's really fucking good.
1: Yeah, this match was the first of the... Uh, ended up being a best-of-three series between these two. And holy shit, was this a nonstop uh, grapple-fuck match, as some people would call it. Uh, it was real, real good.
0: Yeah, it, it starts off slow. They're feeling each other out. There's some good chain wrestling. Uh, you start to get the sense a couple minutes in that the entire story is that... Alex Shelley's experience is keeping Lee Moriarty at bay, but he can't, but uh, but Moriarty's still fighting back and fighting back and fighting back, showing the hunger. This match is back, this match ends up about eight minutes in, just going back and forth the rest of the way, and it's a pretty long match. Always be doing that. Uh, great spot late in the match. Moriarty actually goes for a cover, and he hooks the leg that's closest to the rope, and is still able to get the other leg on the rope anyway. I freaking love that. But that, that, yeah, Moriarty showing he got ring pregnant, but Shelley being that much better, that much more of a veteran. Yeah. Struggling for position on the top rope, Shelley got a slice bread for a count of two, got an air raid crash for a count of two, got a show shock for a count of two before finally locking in the border, getting stretched to get the commission. You know, even in the end, he hit everything he possibly could, and it took the one movie he hadn't done yet to finally beat Moriarty. It's great stuff, yeah. great storytelling. But, the sh- and-
1: shell, I was going to say the shell shot kick out into the Border City stretches is a uh, as a real winning maneuver there for him.
0: Yeah, and Lee Moriarty was already over coming into this match, and this got him more over in defeat, which is all you can ask for.
1: And From now there- it's time for my favorite match of the night. And, uh, and actually, you I believe I, 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 I said it was pretty close to being my match of the year, so... Of last year,
0: and yeah, well, you do love your you do love your four way, and you love your four way tag team match Well, Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know way too much about your sex life already? Well, I don't want know anymore.
1: <laughs> you know nothing about my sex life. To be fair, <laughs> for those that have never listened before, he knows nothing. This is this is just us cracking jokes at each other. Uh, so yeah, this four way tag match, we got two Infinity and Beyond. Colin Delaney, and Cheech. We got the Bitcoin Boys. Mikey Montgomery, And help Eric me out. Uh, Eric Taylor. That's right. So I was going to say. I was waiting for you to say it. Follow me uh-huh. up here. We're, we're, we're a tag team, so let's work with this. AJ Gray.
0: And Pretty Boy Smooth.
1: Team of 40 Acres. 40 Acres. And then... We got the team of Bear Country, Bear Bronson,
0: I and a Bear Boulder.
1: There you go. See, we got it. Like,
0: I had a hunt through my notes for Bear Boulder, but they called him something else on one of the shows. I think they called him Bear Beefcake on one of the other shows. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they
1: one keep one. switching it back and forth for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why. That, I, I, it's weird. But yeah, so Bear Country... Uh, this match was just crazy from the get go. Nonstop sprint, all the teams doing all the things. Uh, I think my favorite moment 40 acres is in the ring. Uh, bear Country uh, just tried to hit something. Fucking AJ Gray lines up a dirty fucking lariat, lays it in. Oh, so good. That actually popped the hell out of me in my seat. Uh, I grabbed Summer's shoulders in front of me and was like, oh, my God. It was so good. It was such a, that was, that was a, such a good match, man. That had me. There was so much going on. Such good, like, tag team moves out the ass. It was everything I wanted. I loved it. It was a sprint. It was just, like I said, it being a sprint, just things just boom, 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 boom. By the time it was done, you're like, holy shit. That was wild.
0: Well, I'll tell you what my what my favorite spot of the match was. Somehow, Colin Delaney ends up on Cheech's shoulder, and Eric would go up to the top rope and hit a flying body press, and Colin fucking turn into a fucking power slam midair. <laughs> like, that, like that was fucking incredible to me. He got he got a, and re, he went right into the cover with it too. Like looking like he hit the move and rolled off. He, he held onto it for the cover. He only got a near fall of it.
1: Yeah, there was there was a lot of really cool stuff in this match and I I hope to God they do this match again at some point because I'm sure it would be even better a second time around.
0: Bitcoin Boy end up getting the win, stealing the pin after Bear Country hits their finish. After the match, Duke gets on the mic demanding that they get a title shot. Uh, talking about how they're, they are beat kick team already and they divert the shot. And then we hear the music of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, who is our special guest for the evening. And Duke actually putting him over to it, uh, doing the half-hearted puts you over. Yeah. You're great. You're great. We both have belts, although I, I, we both have titles, although I won mine. I didn't have mine made.
1: Well, we both have really expensive suits, except I wore mine tonight. <laughs>
0: then he offers Dibiaki a hundred bucks to just leave the ring and of course Dibiaki's <laughs> like I'm the million dollar man motherfucker a hundred bucks really he
2: like...
0: <laughs> okay, basically challenges Duke to a fight right there Duke throws a punch Dibiaki blocks it hits, him, hits Duke with one of his own million dollar dream into the Russian leg sweep sticks the hundred dollar bill down Duke's mouth and go. you know what you're not worth a hundred bucks it's pocket hundred bucks there you go one thing AIW is great at are the appearance of the, of the special guest. You know, they don't always make an appearance during the show itself. Sometimes they just do the meet and greet. But when they do make an appearance, it's perfect almost every time.
1: Yep. Uh, whether it's the Duke interacting with them or, you know,
0: or ICP showing up in the middle of a
1: match. <laughs> you forget when ICP showed up in the middle of a match. 40 Acres and then, uh, yeah, so... That was good stuff, too. Hornswoggle and, and all that were all, all involved.
0: You know, I actually paid for that for that IPPV, and I still have not had a chance to get down and watch it. <laughs> really? Yeah, Thorne got, Thorn got my money for the show, and I have just never had a chance to get down and watch it.
1: You should have thrown that out as, hey, we should probably watch that when we were discussing what to watch from this. We could have totally watched that show.
0: It didn't cross my mind. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, now you got some new homework this week on top of yeah. everything else.
0: On top of everything else. All right, so we come back from intermission and we get the rubber match between Manders and Tuan Tucker. This is just a good old-fashioned hot fight and it's fucking great.
1: Big old meaty men slapping meat.
0: And the story of this is how well they know each other from the first two matches. So they're using each other's offense against each other to try to get wins. Very good stuff. Tuan even gets... Twan even gets commentary to pop if he pulled out of fucking Rana, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> even commentary pop for Like, where are we learning that from? Big Twan gets the win with the spear. Good stuff there. Twan's really coming to his own in the last year or so. Mander's, Mander's is fucking great. We've watched a lot of underground pro Show with Mander. He's fucking great anyway. Yep.
1: And he's now part of Second Gear Crew, so under that learning tree of uh, very knowledgeable, badass people.
0: From there, we get the AIW Tag Team titles on the line. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, are teaming with Parker Pierce against the Philly Moreno Experience. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: It happened. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good tag match. Uh, at one point, a table gets used. Uh, I don't know if, if it's accidentally or uh, accidentally on purpose, but there is a table at ringside that gets used. And, uh, yeah, PME retained. Yeah, thank God.
0: Yeah, what, what made that table spot work was because it was just the regular timekeeper table. Like, there was no long drawn out, cut out it. You didn't know it was there. It was just, then he falls off the top rope and goes through it.
1: Yeah, from our side of the ring that we could not see that there was a table there, all of a sudden he just falls off and you
0: hear the big kaboom and you're like, oh my god, he went through a table. Okay, so Duke is on commentary for this match. He makes a comment that Polish people don't go to Yale and go ahead and Google it. So just for can giggles, I Googled it. Yale actually has a Polish student society. Go, so yeah, Polish people go to Yale. <laughs> there you go. I just had to throw that out there.
1: You're ridiculous.
0: Oh, he said Google it. I Googled it. I figured, what the fuck? All right. From there, the AIW intense championship is gone to the line. Matthew Justice, accompanied by Bill Alfonso, defending against Eric Stevens, And before the bell even rings, the crowd starts chanting, we're in danger.
1: Because it's true.
0: It, it's absolutely true. If you've seen a Matthew Justice match in the last year and a half, yeah, you're in danger. Like, you just stand for the entire match because at some point they are coming to you and you are running. In this case, it was less than two minutes in. They're fighting on the floor. Justice backdrop Eric Stevens to the crowd. And here's where he sees me. because I decided for this particular show that I was going to cosplay with Bill Alfonso.
1: Hell yeah.
0: For the sole purpose that I wanted a picture with Bill Alfonso with me dressed as Bill Alfonso.
1: Hell yeah.
0: And... And credit to Steve Guy. I mean, he made that happen before the show first started. He called that and went, you want your picture with Fonzie? So just Steve me and go, Fonzie, look at this fucking guy. And then Fonzie looked at me and we start out doing the whistle off. Which Brian Carson hated on fucking commentary. It's like, we already got one but one whistle out there. That's enough. Shut this other dude up. <laughs>
1: I I I popped real big for it. I was super excited that 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 got to happen. I was very very excited. That's I you know honestly what? when I think about this show, that's what I think about at this show is that four way and then that happening with you. That's that's what I think about. So.
0: Yeah, but you know, somebody thinks we planned it. Like, no, Matthew Justice never called me before that. Like, there's no way he could have known. Oh, hey, this dude's getting out here. Let's play off of that. There's no way he could have known that.
2: Right.
0: The match gets back in the ring and they do all kinds of crazy shit to each other. It's intense roll. like a hardcore match, basically. So they use a bunch of doors. Fonky's talking chairs into the ring. They're doing a bunch of chairs. Both guys are doing Death Valley driver, in the door, in the chair, into the corner. Finally, a bunch of fans start talking chairs to Fonky to the point that they had to tell them to stop.
1: Yeah, we don't need another one of those incidents.
0: No. Fonzie stack a bunch of chairs and part of the door on top of Eric Stevens. Magic Justin gets the coast-to-coast dropkick for the pin. Fun yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, those two always bring it, and uh, always a good time with them. So, hell yeah.
0: From there, we get Eddie Kingston versus Trey Lamar, which I'm going to be honest with you when I was rewatching this the other day. Even after Eddie promo, I forgot this match happened until it came out.
1: <laughs>
0: which, it, it was a real nothing. good match. Yeah, it's a real good match. It's just... It's it's following Eric Steven and Matthew Jeffs coming before the main event.
1: Well, you know you got you got Eddie Kingston with, with the the Kings Road style, so it's going to be uh, a little bit slower of a match, and you know Trey getting his shot at Eddie, um, Trey being from the area, and uh, there, there's a that's kind of the the build for it there. So you know Eddie is a storyteller. You get these kind of match. Eddie's going to Tell that story. He's gonna be the bully, beat up on Trey, make him earn his stripes, and uh, that's really what this was about, man. This is this is a real good match. Uh, Trey showed that he could hang with Eddie, and Eddie showed that he's you know still the king for a reason. So
0: I was impressed with how much mat wrestling there was in this match, especially early on. You you forget that Kingston's that good a mat recording all the other stuff he does.
1: Right. He had a match at uh, ICW this past weekend against Brett Ison. Let me tell you, sir. Kingston is whew, He's yeah. good, man. Even a striking battle like it's just such good stuff. And uh the promo that he cut after is making its rounds on Social media, so
0: yeah that that match and Dom and Twan, I gotta I got I gotta at least watch those two from that show. I haven't had a chance to get down and watch it yet.
1: Yeah, do- definitely recommend both matches.
0: Right, and then we go to our main event, the main events of the evening. Josh Bishop, M.D.K. All fucking day, Nick fucking Gage,
1: the king, the god of this shit.
0: Yeah, go. They uh, they have a they have a match early on. It's, yeah, Gage controlling early. Any advantage Bar- Bishop getting from Barkley? Uh, West Barkley Rinkai getting involved to the point that Nick Gage is hitting with a baseball slide and Barkley goes flying into the second fucking row. Like he leveled him with this thing. Like I don't even think Barkley was going getting hit that hard. I think he actually got hit that hard. Go- the the goes into the crowd all throughout. Yeah, all throughout the building. Brian state, yeah mentioned more than once, stop hitting people with chairs, we don't own them, the building owns them, we want to come back here sometime. call it a nice touch. <laughs> and they get back in the ring. Barkley talking to can kind of stick to Bishop. Bishop levels Gage with it, busts him wide open. The only blood we had on the entire show, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah, there wasn't any in the uh, intense title match.
0: Yeah, Bishop gets a black hole slam for two. Starts to bite the cut on Nick Gage, and the crowd starts chanting "You stick fuck, you stick fuck."
1: Well, he is they a stick kid- fuck, so.
0: Oh, absolutely. They cut a table up across the apron and the guardrail upside down, so the table folded, but the legs are actually up. It's usually the opposite of what you do. And I'm pointing out that that's usually the opposite of what you do. <laughs> Bishop Teague is that he's gonna off bomb Gage. Off, off, onto that table, Gage is able to counter it. Cooper him into the ring. They both get down in chair, trade strikes, getting in chair before they just pick up the chair and start leveling each other with them. We, we at one point get a get the running boot scrape from Gage through a chair in the corner. Gage pulls out a bunch of thumbtacks out of his pocket, throws him on the mat. He goes to, to bring Bishop down with something. Bishop counter, get get him down with a choke slam. Go for the pin, and what Barkley runs in and stops the count but he's trying to find the watch that Nick Gage took from him the, the previous show. And Bishop's looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Gage ends up getting, you know, getting, uh, getting caught. You know, so Gage ends up catching, catching them both. Uh, actually, both your Sparkley into the tack and then throws him onto that table that got cut up earlier. And while all this is going on, Bishop hits the low blow. choke Gage onto the thumbtack for the pin. Uh, all kind of all kinds of creaky shit happening back and forth, kind of a and kind of a kind of a at least a minor up the main event. Obviously Bishop, a top guy there, but if you don't think a match like that in the cage is probably going to win it?
1: Yeah, I mean Bishop was on the rise at this point. Uh, the the follow up show Hell on Earth. Uh, you're looking at Bishop getting his title match against Filthy Tom. So, uh, obviously, that was, you know, his stepping stone was Nick Gage to get to an AIW absolute title shot.
0: Uh, overall, I may be biased a little bit because I was there, but easy thumbs up. But oh, Nick yeah, three most hour, definitely. Nick was a three-hour show. To even watching it again did not feel like a three-hour show. Like, a lot of it flew by.
1: Yeah, that's the, the great thing. Like, when you get some of these AIW shows, you start watching them, and next thing you know, it's three hours later, and you're like, holy shit. And that's why we love AIW. They're our home promotion.
0: And that's why Reckling needs to come back in Ohio. Because I need more AIW show.
1: Yeah, I don't even care if we do an outdoor show at Nelson Ledges or wherever they were going to have their July outdoor show that was rumored. We need to get this going. I need this show to happen. I need to see Mance Warner. I need to see Dan Housen. I need to see my boys.
0: Well, I don't know if you call on my... Uh on my Facebook a few days ago, when the River Rock at the and out there's was closing down for the summer. Yeah. Thorin said that that was actually one of the venues they were looking at for an outdoor show if they got the go-ahead.
1: Now, where is that at? Is that the one that's over in Warren, or is that the one that's over in by Youngstown? That's the one over in Warren. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool.
0: Yeah, if you put the ring right there with a, on, on on the stage, and it's like the elevated eating it's all outdoor. Everybody be looking down on the ring and shit.
1: Yeah, that'd be real cool.
0: And you could, that, and you could limit attendance to 20% and still get like a thousand fucking people there.
1: I don't know if you'd get that many people, but yeah, you'd get a decent number out of it.
0: Well, so they've, they've done 5,000 or so co- for coming to their bigger concert than that venue. Okay. Yeah, you could, you, so you could get not uh, close to a thousand, if not over. So
1: you could probably do a full AIW attendance like what they normally would get, but be spaced out and it would, you know, do whatever. Now that's if everybody's willing to drive from Cleveland to Warren, so. But as as hard up as people are for wrestling right now, I mean, some people would drive 10 hours to go to a wrestling show. So I'm sure an hour wouldn't be a problem for people to drive from from Cleveland, so.
0: Yeah, you did and a half not too long ago, so
1: uh well you gotta add actually want to be actually it to be being myself. longer
0: than that by the time you did the other driving
1: but it was three and a half to rochester six and a half from rochester to atlantic city so it was a 10-hour trip
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i felt every bit of that 10-hour trip
0: <laughs> well if you would have gone to rochester first it would have been about a seven-hour trip so.
1: correct but it would have also been a seven-hour trip by myself Oh true and, yeah, and then it would have been a seven-hour, six-and-a-half, seven-hour trip for him by himself. So sacrifices had to be made. It was worth it. And also, I took the following Monday off. I ended up only having to work three days last week. Then
0: I got Friday off.
1: <laughs> it
0: worked out, trust me. That must be nice, because not only did I not get to go see live wrestling, but I had to work all fucking weekend. <laughs> everybody got a, a three-day or a four-day weekend? No, I got I got... Wednesday, Thursday day off. I had to work Friday through today, and I get tomorrow and Wednesday off. Like I had to work the entire fucking weekend.
1: Because you work retail, that's why. If you don't, if you get a non-retail job, you get to have weekends off and do things. I've learned this. That's why I'll probably never ever go back to retail unless it pays really, really, really well. Yeah,
0: well, I, if I would have had a, if I would have had a choice, I wouldn't have gone back to retail either. But that. <laughs> all right uh you got some plugs um go ahead and check out my twitter at PWCritique. check me out on facebook and instagram at jhawk 1539 uh i don't do into twitch streaming follow me at tfm Jayhawk for the live streaming on twitch look into this shit though so last night i decided for the hell of it i'm gonna i'm gonna get away from the wreckling for just a little bit I downloaded Final Fantasy VIII and I started playing that. I'm like, I'll stream Final Fantasy VIII for a little bit. Do something different. Okay. I play for about an hour or so. And then I load the video up onto my YouTube channel. I got a fucking copyright notice from fucking YouTube. Because of music playing during it. The only music playing during it is the music that's in the fucking game soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They count that. You gotta like turn it off. I know. I agree. They do the same thing with, uh, like, uh, WWE 2K videos and stuff like that—it automatically mutes. Like if you try to upload, it you you have to mute the audio or turn the audio off on the entrance music because it'll flag for copyright. It's how shitty their filters are.
0: But the thing is, like I can't actually mute the game. Well, I, I guess in Final Fantasy VIII I could if, there, if there's no if the cutscenes aren't they didn't do, weren't doing the voice acting yet. But like a game like that though, for the most part, you really can't mute the fucking music. You going to mute everything else.
1: I believe they have specific sliders with a lot of those, so especially in the remasters and stuff. So
0: I have to, I have to take a look. I'm paying attention to that shit. I just play. <laughs>
1: exactly, I got gotcha. you. All
0: right, what about Is you, sir? All? What kind of plug do you have? Uh,
1: well, I want to give a special thanks to Independent Wrestling TV, uh, as always. Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to our podcasting friends, Wrestling Cheers Pod Van Dam. The Super Fantastic Podcast. At odds with Wrestling, the Spotlight Series and its Evolution, baby. And our non-podcast friends, Good Company in Cleveland, Ohio, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and Pollyanna DIY. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore butters. And you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV Guide. And as always, stay safe, wear a mask. Peace. Cash fools everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar, bill.
2: Did, I'm going to get your little prick-ass in the ring and I'm going to fuck you up.
0: Facts. Big, big, big facts. And I will pay Second for it wherever and whenever it happens.
2: Lies. He's the best. Second person, Kenny Rones. People. I'm saying this off my chest. You talk about fucking grinding. You talk about all this shit. Whether it's a work or not, you bitch. You haven't done nothing. Me more than you. Now, the last no and most important fact Nick Walters, oh. you are in control of the most prestigious championship in all pro wrestling history, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, shit. No, no. He's a great grappler, he's not better than me. So guess what, Magnus, Nick, all this, whoever the fuck you want to call yourself, stop hiding behind Billy Corgan and fight me for that championship. It could be here at ICW. It could be where are fucking horses over there? Over there, the fucking horses. I want a title shot, and I want to take the NWA World. With you, with the upon
0: my Link, That's a healthy hit you ask
2: yourself. Why am I talking all this shit? Because when I turn into TV every week, all I see is shit. Bullshit. I'm a fucking G and an outlaw. And I hang yep. out with Gs and outlaws. Yeah. This is real! This is real! Nothing else is real! You're all fucking actors! Me and my crew will fuck you up for real.
0: Yeah. So step in the bro, fucking wheel. And guess what? Right now little not call liar talk. Come
2: Let's draw money, you cunts. He